Welcome to the Here and Now Motherhood podcast. Here and Now Motherhood is a nonprofit designed to support moms in their transition into motherhood. I'm your host, Nicole Hunt. Hi, everybody. So I've been wanting to dive into this topic for a while, but I haven't gotten around to it. So um, I'm looking forward to talking with you more about this topic today in depth. So as a side note, before we get started, we're going to be using the term mother today. And for those birthers who do not identify with the term mother, we see you and this is information still useful for you. So I invite you to replace the word mother with whatever term resonates with you instead. So as you know, um, or as you may already know, here in our motherhood's mission is matrescence support. So today we're going to dive into what matrescence is, and this is going to be the first in a series of episodes that discuss different parts of becoming a mother or different parts of matrescence. Uh, So first we're going to discuss mental health postpartum, and then we're going to get into what matrescence is, and I'm also going to tell you some stories. So one in five moms have postpartum depression in the United States. Uh, There's lots of awesome resources coming out every day for moms with postpartum depression, from podcasts to nonprofits to therapists that specialize in that. The problem, though, is that the other four out of five moms, so those other four out of five moms that don't have postpartum depression still have a really hard time postpartum as they're becoming mothers. And those four out of five moms that don't have postpartum depression don't have the words to describe what's going on and they don't have resources either. So that's why here in our motherhood's mission is matrescence support. So what is matrescence? I alluded to it a little bit already, but um, from pregnancy to after birth, we go through huge changes as mothers and sometimes this starts conception or preconception as well. So these changes are really similar to adolescence and matrescence is like adolescence, but for moms. So not adolescence, but matrescence uh, because those changes are pretty similar. So matrescence is a 10 year process um, that has some main changes that happen. Um, and I'll, I like to call them mom's big six. So again, matrescence is the transition into motherhood or the process of becoming a mother. And so let's look at what those big changes are that happen. So, um, one, her physical state changes Two, her status within the group, three, her emotional life changes Four, her focus of daily activities, five, her own identity, and six, her relationship with those around her. So as I listed these changes, chances are you could think up some stories of your own life when these transformations happen to you. And I'm going to share some of um, my own stories today to illustrate some of these points. So before we get started, and before we get into this story time, I mean, um, let's talk a little bit about that mental health aspect of matrescence again. So Alexandra Sachs is a psychiatrist. She has a TED talk up on this topic and I'll link to her video in the show notes. 
Um, so she talks about how mothers struggling after the baby is born, they'll often call her to find out if they have postpartum depression and she'll go through the symptoms and it's clear to her that they are not clinically depressed Yet those moms are not reassured when she tells them that they're not depressed because they're experiencing something really, really, really hard. So what's going on with those moms? It's matrescence. It's that transition into motherhood. Um, Similar to adolescence that it's not fun or blissful to be a teenager. There's some like enjoyable parts for sure, uh, but it's a massive transformation that takes a while. So... If you're one of those four out of five moms that don't have postpartum depression and are still struggling, this episode's going to be helpful for you. Okay, so let's talk about those changes that happen. So remember that list of six, that mom's big six I I just gave you? Uh, Let's talk about some stories to illustrate this. So when I was pregnant... Honestly, I was a happy camper. My mental health was better than it ever been. And I was just really excited to have a baby, even though the idea of birth did make me a little bit nervous. Um, And when it was time for my son to be born, it was relatively uneventful. I mean, birth-wise, I was in labor from Sunday night to Thursday morning, so that was really long. And I did push for three hours, which was forever. But other than that, everything was fine. Um, so while I was pregnant, I had felt like I was the star of the show. I had nurses and midwives doting on me throughout the whole pregnancy and the birth. Um, not to mention how other like non-medical people were treating me. And it was, it was like I was in a play where I was the only character and I was the star of the show and the whole crowd was giving me a standing ovation. So... My son was born, and as soon as the epidural wore off, I started feeling this really intense pain on the outside of my hips. And they moved me from the postpartum wing of the hospital, uh, from the the delivery room to the postpartum wing of the hospital, and I couldn't even walk to the bathroom even though the epidural had worn off. So I asked every nurse what was going on like when I get a new nurse on the shift, And I just get a shrug of the shoulders. They honestly didn't know. Um, And they they were really, really good at helping me nurse my baby, teaching me how to swaddle him, get a good latch, giving me infant care tips and tricks. Um... None of them knew what was going on with my hips, though, and they didn't have any suggestions of where to turn next. And, um... So, let's pause here for a moment. So, obviously... My physical state totally changed when I got pregnant. I mean, my belly got huge, right? And all you moms out there that have been pregnant, obviously, you know that. So then my physical state changed again because I I gave birth. So a baby emerged from my body. So, and now I had a birth injury. So that's a lot of physical changes going on in my body. And after that change happened, my status within the group was different. So I no longer felt like I was the star of the show. All the nurses were trained to do was to help me take care of my baby rather than address my birth injury. And of course, they're not physical therapists or anything. It's just interesting to note um, where their training is. So um, it's not just, um, it's just not what they were trained to do. And because they didn't know what was going on with my body, I no longer felt like I was 
the star on the stage with the standing ovation, I got the message that I was no longer the main character of my own life. Okay, so back to the story. We eventually got packed up and I sat on the chair in the hospital room and held my baby and just bawled my eyes out. I was terrified to take the baby home and my mom was, well, she was even there in the room and I had family coming into town to help over the next few weeks after she was going to leave, but I just couldn't help but cry. Like the emotions, of course, they, of course they didn't stop there. Um, and it went on to me bawling my eyes out over a movie trailer I didn't like after coming home and you know, lots of other things like that. So this change in emotional life is totally normal and is part of matrescence. So, or that transition into motherhood. So this new emotional life continues today. Um, and my son's three years old. So I cry over stuff that just doesn't make sense to someone who's not a mom, which includes my husband. So I cry watching TV commercials or saying no to my kid when he's begging for a treat. And one time I launched into a blurry raging protector when my husband's sugar glider, it's like a, it looks kind of like a hamster, but it's a marsupial. He jumped onto my kid's face. (laughs) So, um, or I've gotten really angry at injustices that wouldn't have bugged me five years ago, but they do now. So in short, our emotional life totally changes when we become mothers and when we're in this transition into motherhood. Um, so when I was pregnant, I was working as an apartment manager and in a way working as an apartment manager kind of ruined me when it comes to cleaning because part of my job was to go through vacant apartments and document all the messes left behind. So things like I'd write down two inch long black scratch on East wall above the baseboard. Yeah, it was, it was pretty detailed. So that predisposed me to wanting to keep my house really clean in the first place. And then, um, and that kind of exploded when I was in my third trimester, when part of my, part of my nesting, um, for me was this intense need to clean everything in the apartment. And I don't, I don't mean just tidy. I mean like deep sanitizing, life altering cleaning. So I was wiping out the tracks of the windows. I was scrubbing carpet. I was wiping fingerprints off of the cabinets. And before I was pregnant, I never once had the thought, having a messy kitchen makes me a bad wife. But after having my son, I, can, I, I can't even count the times I've thought to myself, having a messy kitchen makes me a bad mom. And the subsequent hours I spent clean, cleaning in order to support that ridiculous idea. So um, the changes in how I spent my time and the responsibilities I took on and what jobs belong to me are way different compared to before and after pregnancy. So part of becoming a mother is that change in daily activities. And for me, it was tied to my identity. So speaking of identity, that totally changed. Identity totally changed. Um, Instagram wasn't really a thing when I was in college, but had I had an Instagram account back in the day, my bio would have read differently than compared to now being a mom. Um, you know, what I would consider how to summarize who I was. Um, so finding that new identity is really overwhelming as a mom and trying to stay connected to that old identity pre-baby while still making room for new parts of you that arrive with pregnancy and birth. 
after I had my son, I remember sitting at church and I was looking at all these little kids. Um, and I thought to myself, all these kids have these grand ideas of what they want to be when they grow up, like firefighters and astronauts. And then I realized that I was grown up. Like, who was I? Was I who I wanted to be when I grew up? And so I decided to start painting. And that that was something I always wanted to be as a kid. And I wanted to be an artist. But for some reason, it felt like I wasn't allowed to be. So take that world. I was going to become a painter. So... I started doing watercolors and I really enjoyed it. I had my son in my bassinet during maternity leave. So this is after birth and I'd sit at the table next to him and I'd paint while he was in his bassinet. And then the complicated mommy thoughts started emerging. So I was trying to grapple with my new identity of a mom and a separate identity that had nothing to do with my baby. And I eventually started painting, um, stop, I eventually stopped painting because I felt like it was making me an inattentive mother. And luckily my psychiatrist gently told me that was silly. So I started painting again and it was the first thing I did just for me, uh, which was hard for me to juggle these two identities that didn't seem connected and seemed separate, but have them both at the same time. Um, so I kept doing that and I illustrated my own children's book that you can buy on Amazon now, which was a pretty cool project I did. So my point here though, is that negotiating your new identity is really complicated and it requires holding multiple truths at once. You don't have to choose just one. You can hold more than one at a time and choosing to bring things from your pre-baby days with you, as well as adopting new identity facets and enhancing or shrinking other aspects of our identity. All right, we're going to take a quick break here and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Let's jump into a little bit more storytelling. So one of the things that changed the most after having a baby for me was my relationships with others. I totally understood why my mom did certain things and then totally did not get why my parents did others. So my parents got divorced when I was in high school and I didn't quite understand why my mom seemed so emotionally exhausted before the divorce. Like she just couldn't handle one more thing. Then I had a baby and I saw that a marriage really affects so much of your life and that if the marriage isn't working well, it's hard to make your kid's life full of butterflies and unicorns because you just don't have the energy. So that brings me to my own marriage. And that's another thing that changed after having a baby. So things were really hard for a while. My husband left the religion that had brought us together initially, how we met. Um, And that was when my son was six months old. And that was really scary for me because it dictated a lot of the choices we made in our lives and our day-to-day choices from the food we ate to our schedule and that was just one stressor that we had going on we had other things going on as well and we were in couples therapy and it was so bad that we were talking about divorce and I have to say changes in marriage seem to be pretty common after a baby is born so all of these changes that we've talked about today the mom's big six I listed at the beginning of the episode are something that every mom experiences. Every mom experiences matrescence or the transition into motherhood. 
or the process of becoming a mother. So a lot of the time I hear people shorten postpartum depression to just postpartum. And I gotta be honest, that really grinds my gears because postpartum is not synonymous with a mental illness. Postpartum is a time of becoming a mother and postpartum lasts forever. So postpartum and matrescence are not illnesses. They are totally normal transitions in life that every mother goes through. And matrescence is that initial transition into motherhood, that early postpartum. And many people, depending on who you ask, they're going to say matrescence lasts from six to 10 years, very similar to adolescence. So this is a long process and it's very intense. So um, like I said, this is the first of a series of episodes where we're going to be talking more about matrescence and diving into it to give you a couple more things to chew on. So next time um, we're going to dive into identity. So we're gonna walk, you're gonna walk away with some new things to think about, to chew on, um, and that'll help you in this state of flux as your identity is changing and growing during matrescence. So thank you for joining me today and we'll see you next time when we talk a little bit more about identity. Until next time, this has been the Here and Now Motherhood Podcast. 